0: Now, my mom always said I was a pain growing up, but this is a different kind of pain we're going to talk about, right?
1: Uh, I think so, yes, okay. yeah.
0: Pain overall is one of the most common reasons
2: people seek healthcare. And uh, I would say, you know, back, knees, and hips are what we see a lot of in healthcare. Obviously, we rely on our orthopedic specialist to deal with the knees and hips, but a lot of patients refer to us for back pain. At times, you see patients come in, they were squatting or deadlifting hundreds of pounds. The other person bent over and tied their
0: shoes, and they're dealing with severe pain. So. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm.
1: And which one of those guys do you want to be, right? Uh, well,
0: uh, I'm probably the shoe guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for another episode of valley health check with horizon health it is a informational these segments are so useful for you and your family we encourage you to browse through all the segments from physical therapy mental health medicare medicaid sports medicine uh, bariatrics diabetes i could go on and on you could listen and scroll through really really good stuff and, and we got another great segment for you here today and, and to do our uh, introductions and get things rolling from horizon health aaron frank aaron how are you good good to see you Kevin. Good to see you too. Now, my mom always said I was a pain growing up, but this is a different kind of pain we're going to talk about, right?
1: <laughs> I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about pain management. Um, I have with me Dax Duncan, nurse practitioner and pain management specialist. Dax is new. He and his team are new to the Horizon Health Organization. So we're super pumped about that. Um, he is a provider at our Sycamore Pain and Wellness location that we have out on Route 46 here in Terre Haute.
0: So congratulations. Welcome. Glad to have you in our neck of the woods. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Dax, Dax, his team. Um, it's led by Dr. Pindergast. They, Dr. Pindergast, has been in the Wabash Valley yes, doing pain for yeah. yeah, almost 15 years. Dax is what are you six six years yeah, six in? Years. Yeah, uh-huh. so they're definitely an experienced team. They're definitely long term to the Terre Haute community, just new to the Horizon Health partnership. Well,
0: Dax, thanks for joining us here today. And since you deal with uh, well, I guess pain and pain management, I guess to kind of start things off today, why don't you give us some examples of the wide range of pain complaints that. Coming to your office, what do you deal with mostly? Um, I would say the majority of patients uh, we
2: see are due to spinal problems. So that might be chronic neck pain, chronic back pain. Pain overall is one of the most common reasons people seek health care. And uh, I would say, you know, back, knees, and hips are what we see a lot of in healthcare. Obviously, we rely on our orthopedic specialist to deal with the knees and hips. But a lot of patients refer to us for back pain.
0: Now... Back pain. That seems to be just knowing friends and people. My wife, when we first got married, just had an awful back pain. And for days, even weeks, can cause some issues. Is that the worst kind of pain you can deal with, depending upon the situation?
2: Everybody's experience is unique in regards to how they deal with their pain. But I would say back pain is one we probably see the most disability for. And, you know, it can range from mild to severe. Um, in my opinion, a lot of patients are out there just kind of living with it, thinking there's mm-hmm. nothing they can do. And, you know, that's what I,
0: my wife did. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: I I think a lot of times they just need evaluation. You know, obviously start with some conservative treatments at home. But, you know, a lot of times it does it's helpful to be evaluated by a pain specialist to identify what
0: the problem is and kind of get you a treatment plan put together. And you guys are there for that. Now, what is lower back pain?
2: So low back pain, um, obviously, patient uh, will have pain in their back. It's in the region just above your waistline. Most often, it's just an injury to the muscles or tendons in the back uh, due to doing something that your body's not used to or overworking that area. It can be very mild. Most patients, it's
0: going to resolve within a month
2: or two. And um, other patients, it turns into a chronic problem. You know, I
0: I look back to, uh, I've been doing radio for a few years. But I remember this one moment and it was just so bizarre. Do you know those little easel things that you put paper on? Yeah. It was probably six pounds, five pounds at most. <laughs> uh-huh. One morning I was turned, oddly, and I went to grab it quickly. That was probably the worst back pain I've ever had, and yeah. I felt so silly. Mm-hmm. Explaining, well, how did you hurt it? I'm like, yeah. I turned. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It can be just a little, just a little thing that you would not think would cause you that much pain.
2: Yes, definitely. You know, at times you see patients come in, they were squatting or deadlifting hundreds of pounds. The other person bent over and tied their shoes and they're dealing yeah. with
1: severe pain. So. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. And which one of those guys do you want to be? Right? Uh, well,
0: uh, I'm probably the shoe guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what about um, sciatica? Is that sort of in in that list of things too? I know that that gets thrown around a lot, that term.
2: Yes, you definitely hear the most people people come in, oh, my sciatica or I threw my back out. And, and most of the time, those patients, it's just, you know, they just strained their back and they've done something uh, like picked up an easel and twisted or they've lifted something heavy or they've been over and most of the time it's just a strain. Now sciatica is kind of when you're having pain, starts in your back and travels down your legs. Okay, Mm -hmm. we hear about that a lot. Some people look at the sciatica as just an area in the
0: kind of their back and their hip area but sometimes they have injured something and it can cause pain to travel down your leg. This might be a silly question. Can weather cause back issues? I know there's joints and bones and things or
1: flare them. Uh, Like flare
0: them up? Is there So a lot of times when patients, you know, hear about a weather
2: front coming in or barometric changes, they'll complain that overall their joints or their back hurts more. So I would say at times, yeah, the weather can be a factor. And we do hear that a lot in our clinic.
0: Let's say someone, you know, I I gave you some examples of my wife and myself. Now we didn't go talk to anybody. Would you recommend someone in that situation to make that step to talk to someone uh, to maybe alleviate some of the pain and maybe get a little bit more info to where this wouldn't happen again?
2: Uh, Definitely. Because I think the, the biggest problem is, you know, you have two subsets of people. One person, they injure the back. They they rest for a little bit. They may take some over-the-counter medications. And over a month or two, they get better. Some people fall into this chronic pain state. And mm-hmm. uh, what we found is that if you don't treat that problem and it gets much worse over time, a lot of other factors set in. They start avoiding activity, which can be a problem. They can lose their job, which is a problem. They start becoming depressed. They start becoming anxious. These all compound. Now, if early on you come in and we treat the problem, it's much easier. We identify the problem and we put you down the treatment pathway. If you have all these other factors set that in over the years, now we've got a lot bigger problem to deal with. So I think it's one of those things, if you hit that chronic state and one to two month in, you're not doing better. Um, you're not sure what's wrong. Maybe your primary care provider's not sure. That's when you should get referred to a specialist to take a look
0: at it and try mm-hmm. to identify the problem to avoid uh, a bigger problem down the road. That's good advice. Good advice. Because yeah. I think a lot of us are kind of that mentality, we can tough it out or yeah. it's not as bad as we thought it was, but then two, three weeks later, if you're still dealing with pain, there's probably an issue, correct? Right. Well, right. and
1: I think I think it factors in too because it is so common and because we all assume we're going to work through it. Can we talk a little bit more about what you would call sort of the breaking points? You know, if, if you've tried this and this at home or if it's been this long, are there some general mm-hmm. guidance about the right time to seek medical care?
2: Yeah. So the way I look at it is if you're dealing with a mild um, pain that kind of comes and goes, it's not affecting your quality of life significantly in regards to you can still work, you can still be there for your family. You can still do all the things you want to do. You know, obviously we all run into those aches and pains and those things could be managed with some over-the-counter medication. But if it's starting to affect your ability to do your job, be be there for your family, um, enjoy life. And you go through some of those conservative treatments. You know, I always tell people start with, you know, rest for three to five days after onset of pain. After that, start moving more, maybe do some stretching, look up some home exercises, get those from your primary care provider um, or go see a physical therapist to work for four to six weeks. If you get through that and the -the over-the-counter medications, your Tylenol, your ibuprofen will leave and you're still not doing better and you're still running into that quality of life issue, you know, for maybe a a one to two month period. that's when it's maybe time to get an evaluation by someone else. Mm -hmm.
1: When I went through back pain stuff, my breaking point was sleep. I couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be around me when I can't sleep. (laughs) So, you know, I think Mm -hmm. it's that evaluation of, of, to your point, when is it affecting your livelihood or your daily function? I guess right.
2: And lack of sleep can play a big role, and it can make your pain much worse. And they've yeah. actually there's been studies done on people. They put them through sleep deprivation, um, uh, particularly I've heard for military pilots. And after a couple of weeks of not sleeping much, they'll start having onset of aches and pains, and they think that lack of sleep is a as a big role. So it's mm. very important that you're you're getting your at least seven or eight hours of sleep.
1: Super night. interesting rejuvenation. I guess well, that could have been
0: doubling up your issues. You know, yeah, lack possibly, of sleep on yeah. top of the pain <laughs> can be making it worse. Now, is there any way to prevent <laughs> your yourself from having some of these issues. I mean, I can only assume exercise being active will keep your body in motion, will help it. Is there anything that you can do to prevent oncoming issues? Right. So, I mean,
2: there's some things you can't prevent. Obviously, as we age, um, our spine degenerates. But, you know, there's a lot of things such as core strengthening. So a lot of people say, well, I'm active. I don't don't need to go to physical therapy. Well, the problem is a lot of things we're doing on a daily basis. For instance, the FedEx guy, he may be using poor lifting techniques. And, you know, the types of things they do in therapy are promoting strengthening those areas that support your spine, okay? So your spine as a whole, if you put a skeleton up with no muscles, it's going to collapse. So the supporting structure is very important. If you strengthen the correct muscles, you can prevent injury. And also learning good lifting techniques so you know it's very important you're bending at your knees bending your hips and not bending at your back if you have a straight legs and you bend over and pick something up you're putting all that pressure on your lower disc you're putting yourself at risk for injury at risk for strains so a physical therapist is a very valuable tool to help you strengthen and also help you learn how to prevent injury and there's some physical therapy departments out there you can go you can get an evaluation done and they'll give you a home exercise program and you need to reach out to your provider to help you get set up for um, therapy for maybe a period of time to help you kind of work through that
0: I, I mean I remember old school days back in gym you know- now, that was like the seventeen hundreds with me. It was, <laughs> but uh, you know, those were the old school free weights. Uh-huh. And I remember our coach saying how important it was with your back and how you lifted, uh-huh. so you wouldn't have those kind of problems. And you brought right. up such a good point. Someone doing a manual labor or a heavy lifting job, not doing it properly. You're going to have some issues.
2: Yeah, and, and, and you know, a lot of people think, you know, yeah you, you have to lift weights, you have to go to a gym. You don't. I mean, you can use your own body weight. You can be at home. You can learn an exercise program. And some of my patients have found that have pretty significant spinal problems um, that they can do some yoga moves or some strengthening exercises for 10 to 15 every minutes every morning and it can make a
0: huge difference. So, so it's time for the downward dog for my back, right? And that's,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, there is something, if you ever watched wrestling growing up, yeah. uh, Diamond Dallas Page actually started a yoga program and he has a I back pain yeah, a back pain training program. And I have a few patients that actually that do that and found a lot of benefit to doing a little See? DDP yoga every morning.
1: So when we talk about lower back pain, like I said, I, I always hear the um, sciatica buzz. The other buzzword, I guess, that I hear in the back pain arena is about degeneration. Is that still in the same vein? And is it as easy to treat? Does it have its own set of caveats?
2: So degenerative disc disease, you'll hear a lot of patients come in and then, you know, that's a, that's a problem that they list off that I have degenerative disc disease. Well, honestly, we all develop it at some point in our life. Some that patients, aging. yes, yes. So kind of as we age, starting in our 30s, you'll see some people where the disc will start to bulge. So our discs are our shock absorbers. They help protect our spinal bones um, so that that canal doesn't narrow or injure the spinal cord. So those discs are, think about them like uh, shocks or struts on your car it's a bunch of woven annular fibers on the outside that makes a tough outer layer and it's filled with a gel substance on the inside called nucleus pulposus. so that keeps that disc tall and cushiony okay so as we age unfortunately we'll see that patients will have lack of blood flow to that disc it will become more dehydrated so if it's less fluid less of the gel substance so that will start to shrink in height okay and if that is not as tall and cushiony it'll start putting more stress on all those structures around there and causing more breakdown at times patients have bulging discs and a lot of people here you know see an mri and think well i have a bulging disc that's it's not always a problem. It's it's only a problem if it's pressing on a nerve or a disc, um, but also that lack of height. The disc is supposed to bear about 80% of the weight of the spine. Some posterior structures called the facet will start to break down as they have to take on more stress. So that's why it's important to protect your spine um, and keep that strength up as you age, because um, otherwise it starts breaking down and putting stress on other structures and causing issues.
0: And there's no way to get that back, is there? I'm just going to deal with my dusty... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You
2: know, yeah, that's what's unique. You know, a hip or a knee, you can replace that. so your spine you're right what you have is what you got so you really want to take care of your spine because as it if you age and as it breaks down there's no going back they've done a lot of things they've tried to find procedures to replace disc in the lumbar area it's not worked well there's a lot of people trying to develop an injection to put substances inside the disc to restore that height I think it'll happen someday um, probably in my lifetime but right now it's very important now to take care of it now because if it breaks down and you start hurting unfortunately you can't reverse those effects
1: so what's the take care of it then I mean it's sort of interesting that we're talking about how it's 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 natural. It's going to happen with age. We're all Mm -hmm. sort of doomed. And I'm saying, yes, too late. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, then for me personally, hearing that all that starts in your 30s, oh boy, uh, you know, that's young. Uh So Uh what is the preventative maintenance that we can do?
2: I would say, number one, uh, maintain a healthy weight. Uh Your lower disc in your lumbar uh, area your low back area, they bear all the weight of your upper torso. So the bigger and heavier you are, the more stress you're going to put on that. Obviously, you already have the natural degenerative processes occurs. So you don't want to contribute to that at all. So maintaining a healthy weight um, is going to help reduce that. Like we talked about before, exercise, core strengthening, you know, being cognizant and taking the time, you know, starting in your thirties and forties or even younger and doing core strengthening and remaining active, do not be sedentary and and not move because all those areas are going to get weaker and cause you issues down the road. And then obviously um, safe lifting techniques, like I said before. So you got to bend at the knees, bend at the hips. When you pick up something up heavy, you want to keep it close to your body, puts less strain on it. If you hold a 20 pound weight out in front of you, it's putting 120 pound stress on that lower
0: disc so that is interesting mm -hmm. i think it's something easy to forget Mm -hmm. you know now there's somebody listening to this podcast and they're like well i missed the window on that but they're not (laughs) having any problems do you think still being active and watching your weight is a smart move getting older even if maybe you didn't do those preventative things earlier it's, it's
2: never too late to start. Obviously, even once you've had some spinal breakdown, if you can, if you can do some of those things, there's a lot of stretches and things you can do to promote better alignment of your spine, to strengthen the supporting structure. So it, it's never too late to start. So if you're, even if you're having issues, you know, what's interesting is that, like we talked about before, is that everybody has degenerative disc disease. 80% of people over 65 have degenerative disc disease, but a lot of people don't have any pain from it. So for every five people with severe spinal stenosis, only one to two of those patients are going to be symptomatic. So a lot of people are having those degenerative processes show up. We just need to take the time um, to, you know, be more active and protect our spine.
1: Well, and that leads me to the question about the imaging process. Mm -hmm. So I may be related, maybe not. But, you know, you talk about um, sometimes you can see things that have no um, symptomology going on with the patient. Mm -hmm. Other times you need that to diagnose. So in your lower back pain patients, how regular is it that you get that diagnostic testing? Is it a must or not necessarily?
2: Um, it's, it depends on what kind of symptoms they're presenting with. If it's purely just back pain, if they don't have any pain radiating into their lower uh, legs, if they don't have any numbness, pins or needles, um, weakness, most patients do not need an MRI. And sometimes, in my opinion, the MRI can be a problem because I just had a friend uh, text me yesterday his MRI report, and it shows that he has some minor disc bulge. He's 35. It shows he has some facet degeneration. But as I talked to him by phone, I don't think that's any of his problem. I think mm-hmm. he's actually got something called SI joint pain that's just an alignment issue in your pelvic region Interesting. Um, and it, it's causing them pain and issues so the problem is you know if someone doesn't have somebody to talk to you about those findings they think oh man my spine's a mess i'm in so much trouble that yeah. negative thought process will really carry you to a bad <laughs> Take place you to a different and, road, and yeah. that's what people don't realize that a lot of these things are um, normal age-related findings and they're not necessarily a problem so i think the mri can be a bad thing but you're like we talked about before if they have pain radiating into your legs or um, like i said a lot of those kind of more concerning symptoms any weakness numbness uh,
0: loss of function and yeah well, you've got to get an mri and see what's going on and that's where you come in in a lot of these cases to get that information and mm-hmm. and that's where these podcasts come in actually there's some really really good information i always find and i and i've mentioned this before if i can learn something in these myself uh, i can only hope that uh, the listeners and the people uh, checking this out can as well you know horizon health now in the terra haute area and that's where you can find ax so where are you located Uh, So we're located on Highway 46 um, at 46 in Holman. All right. So we're almost neighbors. Well, that's great. Uh, Well, Dax, thanks so much. We appreciate you coming in. Of course, myhorizonhealth.org if you need some more information. And of course, Valley Health Check. Be sure and check it out and uh, come back often. It's a great resource for you. Thank you for having me.